Welcome back to Talking Money and Faith with Tanya and RJ, where the golden nuggets and laughs are free. Last week, we talked about the new norm. This week, we're going to focus on health because, you know, that is a really big topic with, you know, this whole new norm and being quarantined and things like that. So um, let's get the conversation started. What's going on, RJ? Same old, same old, different day, different time. Same bad channel, same bad time. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. But it's good. So, talking about health. How are you taking care of, you know, and, and when we say this, you know, people think about health, the main thing that they, they start to think about is their bodies. But mm-hmm. during this quarantine, it's not even so much the physical part because you can find ways to to get yourself staying physical. Right. But it's the mind. So, you know, how are you taking care of yourself, both mind and body? one day at a time one day at a time i mean um that's good as far as uh the mind um i started to everybody say meditate you know Mm -hmm. um which is a really big thing that we all need to take the time to do have some quiet time meditate but um i started to basically go outside and, and listen to the birds to try to balance myself and listen to nature so I can have the energy to work on my body. <laughs> okay. I like that. Yeah, that peacefulness, that just listening to nature, you write something about that. It just, the birds chirping because they're happy. So why couldn't you not be happy listening to that? Yeah. Um, I, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Uh, exercising was not one of my, exercise is a struggle. <laughs> I, I, that's what they no. want to say. Exercise is a struggle. Preach it, girl. Preach it. So, um, what I think a couple weeks ago, um, I'm in a military sorority, uh, and whatnot, uh, Zeta Sigma Psi, and we had our actual founders week. And one of the sisters uh, had uh, sent out an email to everybody about um, walking, walking 21 days uh, in honor of our ancestors, uh, women before us. So each week, I mean, each day they would send something about um, one of the women, historical women that uh, paid the way for us and you read it and you listen to one of their speech or whatever they, article they wrote and you go walking. Okay. So how, many, how, how far are you walking? Do you guys have a, is it minutes? Is it miles? Um, well, it's only or is it just up to you. It's okay. up to you. Because all okay. of us being that, you know, we all are, you know, far from each other. So it's kind of up to you when, when you go walking and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, I walk in the morning in my neighborhood. Um, I have hills and uh, flatlands. So um, I usually nice. walk, it usually takes me about 40 minutes, 35 minutes, depends upon how fast I'm walking and where I'm walking. You get so, a nice pace in there. Yeah, so I usually take that time to walk. And um, honestly, like I said, I had to get my mind right, one, to be ready to go and walk in the morning. Um, And (laughs) when I said it was a struggle, it's a struggle, especially when you got young kids. So, yeah, so that's why, you know, this whole mind thing, I think a lot of people think like when you go exercise and stuff like that, a person who exercises every day doesn't mean that they have their mind is, is healthy because and with stress and all of that. So Correct. that actually, you know, I had to get that under control before I start doing the whole body thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Work on it. But you know, we all have hangups. <laughs> we do. We do. You gotta know your limitations. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, 
The other thing I started, since I started walking, I think I've been doing it for maybe two weeks now, because it okay. was maybe a week, maybe a week. So whenever okay. this, the, the first was, is when we started. I started... You've been doing it for about two weeks then. Okay, so check this out. So being that I was dedicated to walking, I finally got the courage to get on the bike. Now this okay. is the age been on the bike for about uh, nine years. <laughs> <laughs> Nine years, nine years, y'all, nine years. And I was pregnant the last time I got on the bike. And when I got on that bike and I was a good six months, I said, no, this ain't gonna work. So. <laughs> Too much to balance. <laughs> that baby is like, wait, we gotta make sure you ride. <laughs> so, yeah, so I, um, so it's been nine years since I got on the bike. So being that I'm walking every day, I had got the curve to actually say, okay, I'm going to get on the bike. One day my husband, he got his bike because he, you know, been wanting the whole family to get on the bike. And he's like, I'm going on the bike right now. And I said, well, I'll go up there, get the bike and go with you. So um, now I work in my regiment to ride a bike at least once out of the week. Good. Um, to try to build myself up to alternate. Um, yes. For health. Because... I gotta, my thing is I got young kids and I want to be healthy for that. So, um, but like I said, it goes back to me starting with going outside and um, being in that mindful moment with nature to mm -hmm. want to do that and quiet my mind for that. Yeah. What about you, my sister? <laughs> uh, I, I'm with you 100% on, on getting up and going out and walking. Now, I'm a morning person, as you know. So for me, as soon as I get up, I put my clothes on and I go out and I walk. It's quiet on the street. There's every now and then, usually it's, it's people who are going to work. You know, I may see them every now and then, there may be one other person, but I get out and I do that walk and, and I have that, it's just peaceful. It's quiet. It's mm -hmm. the birds are chirping. And, you know, sometimes I, I'm, I'm fortunate to see deer, you know, so that just really relaxes you. Um, I get a lot of things thinking about, you know, I come up with different ideas. Sometimes I feel like I need a pen and paper while I'm walking. But um, uh, yeah, the mind is, is um, really important. And I'm also with you in terms of working out. I don't like to work out. I used to be at a point where I didn't have to work out. But, you know, as you get older, things change. Mm -hmm. And you know you want to continue to eat the way you want to eat, but now <laughs> the work, the weight yeah. isn't quite you know working out. So I I got back into into walking and you know just telling myself, okay, you got to get disciplined so you can get this weight off, so that you can feel comfortable um, just within yourself. Mm -hmm. And but yeah, the walking, the exercising. Um, Focusing and telling myself you got to stay disciplined, it, it's helping. It's helping a lot. Um, yeah. And then, of course, you know, I'm also trying to stimulate my mind with with other things, learning new things. You know, that's even still healthy. Um, but one thing I wanted to go back to something that you had mentioned. You were in the military, and do you think? Because I know every day they had you doing PT every day. But do you think? The reason why you got, because I, 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 I'm going to assume that prior to you having children, you probably still had that regiment that you were kind of doing a little bit. Did you? And did children kind of disrupt that, that PT a little bit because, you know, lack of sleep? Mm -hmm. And I think any person who's in the military has been in the military, when they got out of the military, exercise was on the last thing on the list. Okay. Like, thank you. We are free. We and I don't have to do it. Please. Mandatory. Yeah. So, um, I think like once you finish the military, whether you retire or you just get out after your you serve your time, it's kind of like thank you. <laughs> we, we don't need gotcha. to do that no more. Um, but for for me, um, exercise came in, in spurts for me because okay. it depends upon. Like I said, it goes back to that mind balance. So when I am balanced mentally, then my health becomes 
priority. And then I start to want to exercise more and get myself together. Okay, so now with saying that, I wanna see if you have the same experience I do. I don't like to work out. However, when I do, I just feel amazing. I have energy, my mind seems to be free and flowing. And I feel like if I'm feeling that good after working out, and it usually doesn't really um, you know, show itself until like 45 minutes to an hour after, you know, mm -hmm. and then it just kind of lasts throughout the day. I just have this abundance of energy and I feel good. Why I can't seem to use that feeling, that after effect feeling to say, okay, I should be able to do this every day because I want to have this feeling every day. But it's just, it's the struggle of just getting to that point. But once you get in there and you do it, and then the way you feel afterwards, it's like, it's it's amazing. It's just, I, again, I, I guess it's just a mindset thing, but do you have that feeling after you've done some, you know, you've done some, some, some exercise that you have a burst of energy and you just feel refreshed and alive? Yeah, you know what, I think when I have that, it depends upon my mindset when I go into it. Okay. Because uh, I have moments when I'm already like um, stressed out or I'm working out and I'm just doing it because I know it's a routine thing, but I, I have a lot on my shoulders and stuff like that. And right. once I go there with that mindset and I do my workout, I tend to come out feeling sore and very exhausted. Versus if I go there with a clear mind and say, oh, I had a decent day and I want to work out and, 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 and continue yeah. my health, I'm good and I have a lot of energy after. So it gotcha. goes back to having, it depends upon my mindset at the time when I'm going to exercise. Um, okay. Could it be stressed? Because this is the other thing I noticed. Like, um, if I'm stressed out about uh, ends meet, per se, and let's be real, a lot of us have stressed out about ends meet. If I'm stressed out about ends meet um, and how I'm going to get things and I go work out, it doesn't make me feel better because I still no? have Okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, when you when you worry about how to, how you want to take care of yourself, or um, or say for instance, you you have this project at work or anything, and it's really bothering your mind, and you go work out, um, you still have that. If you you're not doing anything to, I guess, uh, look at it. Um, switch that on that off button about work or whatever you work and thinking about at that time it still bothers me afterwards you know okay so you don't know how to decompartmentalize well at the time i didn't right so that's why i right. said it, it, it depends upon where the the my mindset at the time right now i can yeah. do that now I okay. can do it, but when I was young, right. I mean, overall, when I was young, it, you know, me working out never gave me that, like, right. like me working out now because I'm in right. a different space and I have different reasons to work out, you know. Right, I can um, hear you. Yeah, so yeah, I think um, when um, me and my husband had a, a conversation about this about how. You know, when you get a certain amount of money or a certain class and you see all of these famous people and they look at all great and they always exercising. And the first thing he said, the reason why they're all healthy and exercising and doing all these things because money is not an issue to them. They're not worrying about how they're going to make ends meet and, and stuff like that. So the only thing they need to worry about is longevity versus... Well I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead. You know, versus your everyday people where, you know, money is a is, is, is on, the, on the plate of, of your high agenda plate, you know, um, where you, you're trying to make sure that you have that money to maintain mm -hmm. every day mm -hmm. um, and, and you don't have that extra, you know, space to think about health because you're still trying to figure out how you're going to maintain every day. Um, so interesting, interesting that you say that because, you know, one of the things that entrepreneurs say is that's a big part. Staying healthy is a big part, even before you get to the money part, Right. you know, 
it is a big part of how you are going to be able to um, sustain. And mm-hmm. so I guess that's one of the things that I'm really trying to focus on is just saying, okay, I need to, I need to work out. If I get stressed or something's really bothering me, then I'll just step, get up, step away, and just be like, okay, you know what? I need to walk away, and maybe I will go out and do a lap or two. Right. But um, no, I. But I do get, you know, what your husband was saying about you. You're right. They don't have to worry about that. But then on the flip side. Um, we as entrepreneurs, you and I, um, it's definitely something that we, we have to make sure that we keep in the forefront because when you start meeting successful entrepreneurs, they make a time to incorporate some type of working out for physical and then whatever whatever fit, mental working out they, they do as well. Yeah. And, um, um, so yeah, those, those things are definitely important. Yeah, and you know, as it comes with age too, you know. It does. Um, the way we looking at things now is a little bit different. I um I remember um Pastor Sims, I, you know, he had because um, I, I listen to a lot of people, I remember one time he was talking about um health. He had a sermon about health. He was talking about preaching about health or teaching about health. And he said one of the things um him and his, I think his cousin or somebody came to him, they was a fitness person. And they, they came to him and say, yo, you know, your church is growing. Um, so being that your church is growing, you have to have the cinema or the energy to keep going. Because as your church is growing and your projects are growing, you're gonna have to, you have to maintain with the growth. Correct. So your health have to become a, a major part of your growth so you can maintain your quality of blessings that you're getting so um looking at that that does make totally sense because it's kind of like you have to basically um prioritize what you're doing yes you're right you do you do you have to set aside a certain amount of time like you do with meetings and Mm -hmm. you know get yeah yeah but yeah, in that prioritizing as far as the physical, you also got to prioritize for as the mental. So you got to yes. take time out to actually meditate and have a quiet time where your mind can actually release and create so you can go and handle your physical. And I think- Good me, that you mentioned that. I think for me, me growing up, um, I looked at working out in a different light than when I look at working out or exercising now. Um, to me, when I when I was younger, you know, working out, and I, I don't like, I didn't, like I said, I don't like working out, I don't like exercising, but I know I have to if I'm right here, right here. living a long time, but coming up, I thought of it as work, not mm-hmm. as, you know, uh, a something of benefit in a sense. Right. Um, yes. So that's why it was harder for me to get out there versus now uh, as a mom and, and have young young ones. I'm looking at it of in order for me to be benefited to beneficial to my family, I mentally have mentally, not physically, mentally have to be balanced. And if I'm mentally balanced, then I then I can correlate to being physically balanced for them. Okay. Okay. You know, that's how I, I change it. So that mental thing is, is a huge part. And the mental thing is a huge part, period. Because a lot of times, um, doctors will be like, you gotta exercise, you gotta exercise. Even other people, you gotta exercise, you gotta exercise. But how I'm exercising, and you're not telling me that I need to be focused and, and clear a lot of that baggage as far as mentally. Because for some people, exercise does help to clear. I, it, I know it does for me. It it helps to re, it helps to kind of relieve my mind because then I'm I'm thinking about different things and you know maybe either how to um, how to fix something or how to like I was struggling with something. I'm like, ooh, I just had an idea. So for some people, it does work that way. But yeah, you do have to find what works for yeah. you. Yeah, but you know, a lot of people think about it. A lot of people work out all the time, but all of a sudden they have heart attacks and strokes. True. Because you're not dealing with that internal. I know several people who are healthy, they eat healthy, they exercise, 
but they don't handle that mental, the mental part of it. That's part You're of right. it. You have to 100%. Deal, you have to deal, you have to balance. You have to balance in order for you to get that aha moment that you're talking about when you exercise and I'm stress free and, and you know, I'm creativity. You have to first deal with your mental assets because if you don't deal with that, it's hard for you to lose weight too. You're right. Yes, you're right. You're right. You hit that right on. Yep, you you hit that right on point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because think about what's the first thing you do when you get stressed. Uh, I don't necessarily eat. Um, because I love food, so (laughs) I think about food all the time. But you're right. I do do things. I mean, like I typically will bite my nails or chew the skin around my nails. And, and I'm trying to get better with that. That's a tough one for me, but I am trying to get better with that. But yeah, yeah, you, you, you got a point there that, you know, people do work out all the time and they still wind up dropping dead of something. And a lot of it was because they are, their mind was so focused on things that they could not relinquish and didn't realize how important that mind, the mindset is. Oh, I just saw that too you know, how the mindset is. So, yeah. 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 I see you. <laughs> you know what? So, we're definitely going to have to, we're definitely going to have to do another episode just specifically on the mind. Yeah. The mindset and development and all of that. We definitely have to do one on that. Sure. Yeah. Because I think when, when it comes to that, people, um, people don't think, like for me, when I stress, and I noticed this, I just recently noticed this about me um, uh, about a year ago. When I am stressed, I pick up chocolate. I'll eat chocolate. A lot of, you know what, I hear that from a lot of, I hear that from a lot of women. That has never been a thing for me. I, it's never been a thing for me that when I'm stressed, I go for chocolate. Never. I eat chocolate. It's the weirdest know. thing. Yeah, but for me, it's just weird for me. I don't eat chocolate, and that's how you know I'm stressed. Cause I sit there, I eat chocolate, all you know, just grab it. But when I'm not stressed, I can't stand it. Don't like the taste of it. Wow. Yeah, that is pretty interesting. That's so interesting. I mean, and that's one of the things that I, I notice about me when I'm I'm stressed. Um, okay. When I'm, I'm, I'm when I'm really really stressed and frustrated, uh, I cuss a lot. <laughs> And I cuss at everybody. I found that out recently. I just be cussing just to cuss and don't even know I'm cussing. So, you know, <laughs> but that developed in older age. I mean, when I when I hit that 40, because something yeah. about 40, you don't have that bounce back juice that you used to. But the other thing is when I turned 40, a lot of things um, changed for me. Um, wait, wait till you turn, wait till you get to your 50s, girl. You'd be like, whatever. <laughs> I mean, but the crazy thing about 40, I heard women told me, when you turn 40, things are going to change for you. You're going to, the, the, it's not like the, the curtain kind of just lifted and you start seeing things. And, and it's going to lift even higher when you get into your 50s, yes. Yeah, okay. so it, it, for me, 40s, it was like, Oh, I've been lied to all my life type thing. Uh, I can't drink this no more. I used to love this. I can't, I can't drink this. This is my thing. Uh, like, I used to drink soda all the time. I can't drink it like that. I used to. Um, I don't drink it anymore. I just don't have a taste for it anymore. I'm just like, Exactly. Um, certain meats. I used to eat beef all the time. Don't eat it like that no more. Yeah, I don't either. And if I do, it's got to be a really high quality. You know, it's got to be like a filet mignon. It's got to be like some serious. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. You're right. Things, things just change. We just evolve. Yeah. So, yeah. So some of the stuff that it just changed for me at the age of forty. So that's why I was saying, and the mindful thing is really changing too. You know, I am more um, aware of things around me. I am being more cautious of words I'm saying because I understand my what I say um, sometimes affect, I know what I say affect people, but it also affects my universe too. Correct. So 
I have to be cautious when I open my mouth. I have to be mindful when I speak or, or say things. So yeah. when it comes, even as far as exercise, I, I can be like, I'm going to exercise today. As soon as I exercise, but I'm tired. <laughs> So for me wanting to go exercise and doing me exercise and all of a sudden after I'm telling myself I'm tired, my body said, well, shoot, I'm tired too, girl. What you talking about? Let's go Gotta push through. Gotta push through. Gotta push through. It's the mindset. It's a mindset. It is. It is. So on that, with this quarantine, have you noticed any... What, what things have you incorporated or what things have changed because of the quarantine, if there's any at all? Yeah. Um, like I said, the whole walking thing. Um, okay. That changed. Um, okay. Us eating out, we don't eat at, eat out like we used to. I mean, I think yeah. that changed because we also moved. Um, Do you so- think that that's going to still be a factor, um, especially because of the you know, the this virus, you know, that you're gonna go and eat out more? I mean, what do you think? I, you know what? I, I, I think once we change that, I, sh- I think we change that permanently, because usually when we change stuff in the house, um, it, it kind of sticks. So I don't think that we're um, gonna go back to eating out a lot, I right. guess. You'll make um, it a, something special. Yeah. When you, when you do it, yeah. Yeah, or we being lazy because usually right. it's a lot of laziness going on. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, you got young, you got young kids, so that's, yeah. that's I, I get that. You get tired, you know. Your energy is spent. Yes. You know, yeah. So I mean, I think that was like one of the major things that changed my house. Um, us cooking more, us cooking more, and okay. and what we cooking. That was us. Yes. What we cooking? Because at the beginning of the year, before the quarantine, um, I told the house that we were going to start eating lean meats, no heavy meats like beefs. Uh, we we don't really we don't do pork. Um, so, um, girl, was, I love my swine. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you right now, I love my swine. Uh, I'm gonna tell you, only time we actually have, only time we actually introduce pork is when we go down south because swine okay. is being yep. down south. Yeah. Um, bacon is one of the things. And my oldest one got introduced to pork bacon, and he can't turn it loose. Uh, <laughs> but when he come home, he he, he get turkey bacon. Uh, <laughs> and, and so, I understand. Yeah, but see, the other thing about reason why we we definitely let go of pork because I can't do a lot of sodium. You know, okay. This was, yes. Personally. Gotcha. So gotcha. I, I, I use, I, I watch my sodium intake. I don't do salt. I, if I do salt, it's sea salt, you know. Got it. Um, and I stay away from pork because of the sodium. It has a lot of high Correct. sodium, salt, and all of that. It's not good right. for the kids, right. especially if I'm planning on living longer. Um, right. And then I, for it, we decided we was going to do away with beef. Um, we do beef probably once a month. And it's like some kind of real little like a burger because we have a taste for burgers, you right? Know? Right. Uh, but um, and the reason why we we did that because um, we found out that eating beef it makes our stomach we feel heavy, you know, heavy and it takes longer yeah. to digest. So we we say nah. I told nah. I can't do that. And since I did that. Honestly, my body feels a lot better. I feel like it's is is um, conducting a whole lot better. Um, right. So basically, the, the far as meats goes, we focus in our house is basically um, turkey, lamb, and um, seafood. Chicken. Chicken, yeah, chicken, chicken can survive in my house. Right, 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 right. Chicken's good. Chicken's good. I understand. Chicken can survive. Chicken can survive in this house, but yeah, and chicken. So we do those lean meats, but um, I think as I get older, um, you know, we're trying to make sure we eat in a quarter so we can live a little bit longer. Absolutely, and healthier, and yeah, yeah. So I um. I, I, not a whole lot has changed because I always 
my husband and I always kind of ate a certain way anyway. Um, we don't do as much beef. Um, we were at one point, and uh, my husband's big on, you know, taking meat that's not naturally tender and tenderizing it himself. And, and I was like, you know what, that's great and all that, but it still breaks down, you know, it takes longer to break down than, you know, the something like um, uh, filet mignon, or, you know, the real tender, you know, mm-hmm. meats. So I just told him, I said, if that's what you want to do, that's fine, but I need, I want, you know, this kind of a meat because it, for me, I have, a, I already have a, uh, an interesting digestive system anyway where I have to take probiotics so um, I notice you know certain things in how my body reacts mm-hmm. but um, outside of that we always really ate pretty well anyway um, I did cut back on my wine and I love wine I, I love the I love the flavor of it I love the way it tastes it's not even so much the alcohol I even went and tried to get non-alcoholic wine and mm-hmm. I didn't realize that the alcohol um, actually creates the flavor in the wine mm-hmm. so I was like okay fine you know but I haven't had wine in about um, uh, two uh, over a week oh wow and um, I, I, I don't miss it too too much but every now and then I think about it I'm like oh it'd be nice to have a glass of wine but I'm like ah, you know focus on something else mm-hmm. um, and I'm noticing a difference. I'm noticing better. I'm sleeping better, you know, a little, a little bit better at night. Um, so, I, I mean, I'm trying to get more discipline, you know, um, with exercise and and keeping more focused and positive and not allowing, you know, the craziness that's going on in the world to overpower me because, you know, when I do, I get angry and frustrated and and I don't want to be like that because um you know it doesn't do you any good so um I mean I'm aware of what's going on and and try and do my part you know to to a certain extent but outside of that um I haven't really done much of any other changes I I am and we talked about this at one on one of our previous um episodes where um, I want to start decluttering. I want to get rid of things. I know there are things in here that I just don't need that I've been, I mean, some stuff I I can track back to when I was in high school and I still have some of it. And I'm just like, all right, some things are truly sentimental, I get it. But some things I'm just like, you're not gonna ever get back into that again. First of all, you're not in that age category anymore. So we need to let that sail on down the river for someone else to pick up. So, yeah, that's the stuff that I want to start doing. Exactly. I just want to start decluttering and getting rid of things so I can open myself up for new things. Yeah. Whatever they may be. Yeah, you know what? You said the very thing that came to me when I was um, this, I think it's Saturday or Friday when I was actually this uh, meditating. And, um, the thing that came to me was I needed to um, clean out my closet and get rid of things that I, I not wearing to actually get ready, prepare for things that I'm going to need in my next level up. Um, right. By my graduation. In yes, exactly. exactly. So, I like how you put that. Our graduation. Yes, because yeah. we should always be graduating to a new level at some point in our lives, whether it's every five or ten years we should be graduating yeah <laughs> and i do need to start trying more of that meditation um you know just if nothing else just taking time out to just close my eyes and just try and just release whatever mm-hmm. you know um definitely something that i need to start looking into more so have to you know get some tips from you on on meditation Sure. Yeah, and I have the tips. I have the tips now. I'm gonna tell you, I don't do it all the time. But you know what? I do. I'm not gonna sit there and lie and say I don't. I maybe don't do it how uh, media said you should do it. But right. I do meditate. I, I meditate. I know I meditate when I when I wake up in the morning because I don't really say nothing for 30 minutes. I try to get my thoughts together, try to see if any, if I, if I do remember my dream, 
what was significant about the dream. And mm-hmm. nine times out of 10, I haven't, it hasn't failed me yet. I always wake up with a song in my head. And that song, I, um, it actually get me thinking of what I need to focus on okay. or what to come. Uh, you know okay. what, what's going to happen throughout the day so I, all, those are the things so that when I first wake up in the morning yes I do my meditation but I don't do it in the form of what society does I'm okay. saying um, throughout the day um, I'm, I, I'll go outside with my kids or, or something and just listen to the birds or um, listen to music or I try to read um, a book or something like that when, I, when they allow me to. Um, anyway. But most of my meditation does, it do happen in, in, in the morning. Um, and it's always been yeah, that way. Mornings are great for me. Huh? Mornings are great for me. Yeah, so I'm I, at my best I, in the morning. It's in the morning. It's like as soon as I wake up, because because I was told, you know, you're not when you wake up, you're not supposed to rush yourself up. We have a habit of rushing ourselves up. And then they say you're supposed to take your time to get up, and you're not supposed to say that um, for you know so many minutes, you know, thirty minutes for some, you know, fifteen or whatever, because you want to gather what you're, um, what you you know first getting your mind and getting yourself back in, in order on this plane. So um, I always did that. But the thing that my dad taught me was, he said, before you go to bed every night, um, think about everything you did throughout the day. Think about the conversation you have. Think about the moves you made. Think about everything. And he said, now when you think about it, you need to analyze it because you need to analyze uh, what works for you, what will work for you, what was a message from from prayer, you know, Good one. what was your lesson that you need to work on, uh, and when there's some things you need to throw away, you know, so. If we could all go through life like that, mm-hmm. just really sit back and, and think and analyze about the, the choices and the decisions that we made for that day, mm-hmm. I wonder how much different our our daily things would be you know what i mean yeah. wow i gotta i gotta i gotta really um focus on that one too you know sometimes i'll do when i'm out walking i will say okay good morning universe what what lesson do you have for me today mm-hmm. you know because you're there's always going to be something that you're going to learn whether it's something you already knew and then there's just an added an added tip or mm-hmm. it's going to be completely something new so yeah that yeah. was that's that's big. That's that's really really big. What your father telling me that? Yeah. So he he actually when when it came to that, um, I try to put that in pra- um, practice all you know every time because yeah. it does help me rationalize things too um, and whatnot. So um, those two the things I think those are the two times out the day that I actually you know meditate you know yeah and, and whatnot. Um, so, oh, so what age did you, uh, what age did health became a priority to you? That's, you know. <laughs> I'm getting ready to make you laugh, girl. <laughs> oh, wow. Health became a pariah, a pariah, a, a, a pariah, am I saying that? Pri- priority to me. Priority. Oh my God, I can't believe I that. A priority to me. <laughs> A priority to me when 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 I got to the point to where things began to bother me that used to not bother me. <laughs> you don't realize how um, you know when you're in your twenties and thirties um, how invincible you seem to feel. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, you may bump something or hurt something, but you bounce back pretty quick, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I don't have that bounce back juice, and it takes me longer, you know, to recover after certain things. Um, so I'd have to say that it was probably um, probably when I turned fifty was when. Um, things became a little bit more important, really being um, uh, 
paying attention more to my body, not necessarily freaking out about things, but you know, if I knew something wasn't quite right, I would go and have it looked at. And you know, when, when I got to the point where I, I needed to start wearing glasses to, to, for the computer and to read, you know, that was a little interesting. And I know a lot of people struggle with getting older, you know, um, but it's inevitable. You know what I mean? It's just something's going to happen. So you just, you got to figure out how you're going to manage through it. You know, what you used to be able to do in your 20s and 30s and even to a certain extent in your 40s, those things are going to shift. It's not to say that you, some things you may not be able to necessarily, well, some things you won't be able to do at all, you know, depending upon how you are physically and even mentally. Some things you're probably not going to be able to be as robust about them as you used to be. You, you're gonna have to slow the pace down just a little bit more and take the time out to you know, smell the roses and enjoy them because you're just, it's just not gonna be um, as um, possible to be that physically um, aggressive, I guess, if you will. But yeah, when, when health became an issue for me, and I've always had good health, I mean, Every time I go to the doctor, um, I, I think the last time I went to my uh, for my physical, you know, he said, hey, he goes, you know, your 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 cholesterol's a little bit high. He goes, but I don't really see anything else that I have to be worried about. He goes, but I want you to keep an eye on it. Mm-hmm. Keep an eye out on your blood pressure. In the morning, you know, my blood pressure after I have coffee, it, it rises up a little bit. He goes, mm-hmm. outside of that, I'm not worried about it. He goes, Everything else for you looks really good. Blood work and all that looks really good. So now it's just more of the aches and pains and, you know, the muscles get a little tight and, um, you know, you got to stretch them out more. So, yeah, I, I would have to say definitely starting in, um, in, in, in my 50, you know, when I turned 50, um, that was, that was something that, that I had to really, you know, that, that became a priority you know, um, just being mindful of myself and knowing my limitations and, and starting to learn to, um, look at other things, consider other types of activities that can be fun and enjoyable, but still keep you active. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What about, what about you? Well, you got kids. They keep you active. You don't need too much more than that. (laughs) Yes. Um, honestly, um, I guess for me, health really, if I'm really honest, honest, I think the health thing really started kicking in um, maybe a couple years ago. So when I turned 40, um, I started to really, I mean, we, we have always been cautious of certain things uh, when it Mm -hmm. broadened our health. Um, as far as food and stuff um, because of his family history and my family history. Correct, um, smart. But um, as far as like really diving into it, uh, I would say when I turned 40, um, yeah, that's when I really was like, okay, because I, I started to notice, like you said, uh, certain aches and pains, uh, swelling, because um, like I said, swell, the swollen is, is no joke in our family. So okay. swelling um, and stuff like that, um, that's when I really started to say, okay, I, I need to have a, a lasting um, regimen as far as my health goal. Correct. Because um, it yeah. was a common You said it. You um, said it. Met a lasting regimen. That's the... I think that's probably the most difficult part is coming up with a with a lasting consistent regimen that's going to cover all aspects both physically and mentally yeah so that's that's what it can and then on top of that um my last child i had um i was postpartum so not really realizing that i was um i had um at a, a late excuse me a late age okay 38 so okay. it was a tough tough um pregnancy um, wow okay huh so yeah um it was tough so um going through all that there's all the traumatic stuff that i went through mm-hmm. carrying him 
And then after having them have them earlier and then going to surgery mm-hmm. eight weeks later. And then after that, we, we moved from overseas to back to the States and going through, it was just a lot. Yeah. You know, time. Um, mentally, I haven't really uh, settled everything down and stuff. So um, it was really hard uh, for, for me, especially going into my 40s. So that's, that's where that mental, focusing on my mental and getting the mental balance. And, it became um, important. Yeah, it became more important. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and then the physical came after it. Once I got out of control of the uh, of the mental, so right. uh, I, I tried to. Uh, I would say forty. Okay. I mean, not saying that I didn't know all the things to keep healthy because you know, like you said, in the military they teach you all of that stuff. And then correct. Um, correct. As I, after I got out of the military, I, I started to look into uh, spirituality and in spirituality and teach you different ways of meditating and looking at things a different different way um, and stuff like that. So I already had like certain tools. Um, right. But um, like I said, when I had my, uh, my last kid, um, that really rocked my world and changed me um, a lot. Woke you up, so if you will. Yeah, around 40 was the time frame where I was like, I got to really look at my health if I plan on being here for a while. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing how things can um, transpire. um, And and, and, and not even so much transpire, but the fact that you actually pay attention. See, that's the other thing. A lot of people... And I, I would guess that a portion of it has to do with um, fear of of knowing what's, you know, if you find out what's going on, are you going to be able to handle it? You know, um, does it, are you no longer invincible? Are you no longer, um, you know, Superman or Wonder Woman? Um, okay. But when you start really paying attention to your to yourself and knowing your your body, um, or just when something just doesn't quite seem right, mm-hmm. you know, um, digging into it and, and getting it figured out. That's really really key to taking care of yourself is to be self aware. Yeah. You sound like I mean you're you you started in your forties. I waited, you know, I didn't even get to that point until, you know, like I said, in my 50s. But, um, I, I mean, I guess there were some things that I thought about. You know, I was always willing to try new things, but it really didn't hit me until physically when I probably turned around 50 where, I, you know, I, I, I was going for, I, I was going for physical therapy for my shoulder and my knee. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't just one or the other. It was shoulder any I was going twice a week you know I go one session for my knee the other session for my shoulder you know <laughs> so just different things and I'm like wow this age thing it really does suck and yeah. you know again you start to learn things you know um and that that's really what it's all about just being aware and and not being afraid to to say you know what uh, I'm feeling a little goofy up in the mind you know mm-hmm. Get, get that figured out because we are human and, and different things can really come to a head and and everybody can't handle everything that, you know, even the strongest person you know is, is, can have a breakdown it doesn't necessarily have to be a super mental breakdown but you will have some form of a breakdown whatever it is but you know yeah getting getting in tune with that really does make a difference yeah, that, that I mean you, you, you. I mean you telling the truth for real. You telling the yeah. truth on that. Cause I, I mean, I, honestly, I think if I would have had my kids in my twenties, I probably wouldn't have thought about my health far as mentally and physically because you You know, in my twenties, you know, you bounce. You got that bounce that juice. Your twenties and going into your thirties, you you just do 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 do. Um, so. It would probably affect me totally different for it, me having my kids in my 30s, you know, and walking yeah. into that whole different uh, um, 
mindset as far as life, a different role of journey, if I want to say, the different journey of your life aspect when you turn 40. So I think that's probably why it hit me or why that chapter came into my, my, the play of my book, the mental, because how, what happened to me in the age maybe it happened to me. But Um, again, the fact that you were, well, you said you didn't know, but once you found out, you know, it, 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 you were aware, it kept you aware. A lot of women and even men, you know, they kind of like, they want to dodge it. And it's like, that's not the thing to do. It's right to understand. You need to educate yourself and understand and, and figure out how to never get back in that place again if you can, you know, but, um. Hopefully, you know, this, this podcast will help people, you know, tune into yourself mentally and physically. Um, it's easier, I think, to tune into yourself physically to a certain extent. It's the mental part that I think people um, probably fight with. But again, physically, I mean, that's still mental. Yeah. You know, I mean, a lot yeah. of your issues start from the mind. It starts from that. Absolutely. I mean, I, 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 um, for my mental situation, um, one of the things I, I told my doctor was, um, I'm a, I'm a patient that you will probably look upon and say, there's nothing wrong with me because I right. don't come in here and complain. Right. So you will right. misdiagnose me because I don't complain because you're not paying attention to me. But if you paid attention to me, then you would have caught that I wasn't okay and I actually need help. But sometimes you have to let them know that because everybody has their different ways of expressing themselves and and whether they're a doctor or not, um, sometimes you gotta you gotta let you gotta let people let people know. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It goes back to, I think we had, was talking about the kid situation where you have one kid that demands a lot of attention and you have another kid that don't demand a lot of attention, but that, and you bypass that other kid thinking that he or she is okay because it's not demanding uh, and and pay all your attention to the one that's demanding the attention and you, you skip everything about that child. Uh, You're right, right, because you're thinking they're not complaining, so they must be okay. And yeah. And that'll yeah. be the child that go out and do all kind of crazy stuff because, you know, he done he or she done nut it up. Right. Because nut it up. Yeah, they yeah. no, you're right. The whole time. You you, you skipped that child. So yeah. um, you know, it's the same thing with patients. Yeah, ask the question. Is anything bothering you? You're right, and you're and, and you're right. Some, a lot of doctors don't ask you that question. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then and then on top of that, it's not even asking the question. Listen to the patient. Don't listen, but really like when they say listen with the third ear. <laughs> they somebody Joe Madison used to say that on his show. Listen with the third ear, meaning yeah. really listen to how they're responding to you. Because a person, I'm fine or I'm fine, those are two different meanings. True. That's true. That's true. And 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 a lot of people don't don't, don't naturally have have that mm-hmm. listen tactic. I I I, I and I, on that note, I need to be very happy that I with the doctor that I have because he mm-hmm. does ask. Uh, he's an Australian doctor. He's from Australia. Uh, no, Austria. He's from Austria. Mm. I like my European doctors. Like, <laughs> okay. I like my European doctors. Yeah. I'm not knocking because uh, if it wasn't for the Indian doctor who checked me in the VA, I probably wouldn't be here because she was the one who noticed that I had a placenta still sitting in my stomach. You know? So. Oh my God. You yeah. know, hey, I'm not, not I like my I like my foreign doctors, honey. I'm <laughs> so much more in tune with how you know they, they just seem to be more in tune. I I, I mean that's but it. I think what it is, it's not even in tune. I think it's more so 
their reasons for being a doctor is different from other reasons of doctors. There you go. Some yeah. doctors, and I'm not saying oh, our American doctors. There are some American doctors' reasons is for the people, and right. some are for money. So right. you have to decide what your doctor. When you go to your doctor, you need to decide what kind of doctor you're dealing with. They're a mm-hmm. human. Um, mm-hmm. One of my mentors, uh, Miss Annie, told me she said when she go to her doctors, she don't let her doctors tell them what is best for her. She let her doctor. She let her doctor suggest to her what is right. best for her. Then she right. can determine what is best for her because she knows her body better than the doctor do. So right. you, as I think for for us, but we, she's in tune. That's yeah. the other thing. A lot of people don't want to. They don't. They're they're not quite in tune. But see, we're not doing you the work to be in tune. Right. We got to. Yeah. We got to do the work. We we can't be sheep all the time. And think that oh yeah oh yeah I know that symptom yeah I'm good I'm good you don't know yeah. that it's a no. symptom that can lead into something completely different for you right exactly yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you you gotta listen to your body your body would tell you your body would tell you what's wrong with you and your body if you really truly listen will also give you the cure to your problems <laughs> yeah because when you sit and you start craving something, your body's telling you that whatever you're craving is what you need in your body. You know, if you really in tune with your body and listen to your body, it will tell you. It will tell you. Um, yeah, but so, you got to be careful with that because, you know, sometimes your body be talking junk to you. You know, got the little little red man over here and little 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 white angel over here. But see, that's, you know. that, that's when you on that mental, but see, that's when we come to that mental plane. Your mental, yeah. being, mentally, you have to be balanced so you can determine, you can discern what is going on with your body. Yeah, is this a, uh, yeah. Because if you ain't mentally balanced, then you can't discern if, if, if you, like right now, I want ice cream, but that's a desire because it tastes good right now. That's I don't right. need ice cream, but it's yeah, a desire. Right. But but if I am um say for instance, I am low on vitamin C, my body would say, hey, you need to pick up some orange juice or, or eat an orange. I start craving oranges. Right. You know, but that's due to the fact that my mind is, is balanced and know enough and I know my body enough to know what's wrong with me or, or right. whatever. I, right. I take notes on when my body acts a certain way. That's just me. Mm-hmm. I'm getting oh. better. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty intense. Something isn't right. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go and look at this. I'll give it a day or soon, see how it feels. And I'll go and have it checked out. Yeah. Because, right. so, I mean, I'm paying for insurance, so that's what I'm using for. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, insurance ain't cheap, girl. It, it, ain't, it cheap. ain't. So use it. Use it, use it, use it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this was, this was good. Dis- you discovered that the importance of health, my, healthy mind versus body mind. Healthy, uh, let me correct that. Healthy mind versus healthy body. When did you discover the importance of that? Uh, it probably wasn't, but for the last couple of years. Okay. And, um, you know, if if you are getting into the entrepreneur, and I'm I'm I, I'm not saying that you know everybody is is like this, but um, healthy mind, yeah. The last couple of years, it became really important. Speaking positive, speak you know your thoughts mm-hmm. and speaking them really do affect how your day and how your future can be and I've been really focusing on that and um, it's it's actually been really nice I, I, I gotta say it's been really nice but it yeah it um, I'm trying to think how to how to put it because it's just um, it's sad that it took me this long to 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 figure this out but you know, better late than never, right? Right. Um, 
but it's speaking those words thinking and speaking is really really huge really huge the physical part because it's physical and you know what to do mm-hmm. it makes you feel good that part's the easy part it's the mental part because there's so many different things that can filter into your mind and have you all over the place up and down like a roller coaster and have you paranoid like you know this whole pandemic thing and how it's had so many people paranoid to the point to where you know they're crying and they're having you know little mini breakdowns and it's like you know if you if you just careful about your surroundings and doing what you need to do to protect yourself and your family then you know there's no need to really be worried and worked up but you know they start paying attention to the news and they hear all this different data and um but yeah i'd have to say a couple of years ago was definitely when um the mind health uh was more important than than the body health even though they i know they go hand in hand but the mind part like you said the mind can can have you thinking that you got something and there's absolutely nothing wrong with you it's just you're so worked up that your your mind literally can trick you into thinking that you you got some kind of major illness right right you know depression you know people go through depression and depression can make you just flat out sick i know that because i used to suffer from depression you know in my earlier years um and it, it really can make you very very sick and so yeah now it's it's that's that's a focal point for me more you know my mind yeah what so, about you for me you know what actually got me start thinking about a healthy mind i used to have a, a a debate with guys about weight um and the debate was based off of why women gain weight and why they lose weight when they get depressed or they're unhappy and how come exercise never help out. And um, I told them, I said, um, when I'm stressed, I gain a lot of weight. That's how you know I'm unhappy. I say most women gain weight because of their emotions. And it don't matter how much they exercise, if that's in their genetics to gain weight while they stress, that's when it happened. I said, but when I get happy, my my weight goes down. <laughs> okay. It and there've been different different tests yeah. that you know scientists come up with different things that cause women to ha- to have that and stress is definitely one of them that causes yeah. gain weight. Yeah. So and I I've known women who get stressed they lose weight. It's the opposite for them. So um but um, the debates that I had with the guys, it was like, man, stress ain't got nothing to do with y'all do, do with y'all gaining weight. They used to debate me down about that. It's just y'all need to just get out there and exercise. And I'm like, really? <laughs> and then I'm in my early 30s, late right. teens, debating this about why we women, you know, how we hold weight. And it has uh-huh. everything to do with our mental, far as stress goes, versus a physical thing. Uh, and it's dealing with sometimes with relationships. You know, yeah. a woman, yeah. when she get in a relationship, when you first get up with a woman, she probably what men call skinny and fine, I'll get up. But when they get in a relationship and they and they end up being with a partner who really didn't take the time to understand them, or maybe a partner who understand have understanding of relationship and they don't have no outlet to go talk to nobody, they take it upon themselves to be stressed out and start eating and stuff, and they end up gaining weight. And one of the arguments for men is, you know, their partner's probably, why do you gain weight? Maybe you haven't thought about the fact that whatever your wife or her partner is going through, mm-hmm. she's unhappy about something. And Very well, yeah. her weight gain. Yeah, there's there's tons of reasons for it. Yeah, you're right. So, a lot of distress. Yeah, so um, that was one of the things we uh, used to argue about when it comes to stress and weight gain. You know, um, and that's when I really started. It actually was the seed of me starting to really think about the health mental thing. But I really yep. didn't go into full transformation until after I had, um, until I was postpartum. 
and um and also you know with the kid and everything else and yeah yeah all that stuff, all that stuff later on it kind of gets like a big old pot that just flipped over and it was like enough is enough we don't have to figure this out so yeah that's when i you know but that was the seed of it debating with guys about weight gain and being stressed dealing with their craziness <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. or and, and and the other thing to that is you know women sometimes apply that stress on themselves because they're trying to maintain you know something that maybe they can't and and don't want to be honest with with who they are and what and what they really want so yeah but you're right it is it's 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 a mental thing (laughs) it's definitely a mental thing yeah so thank you thank you for joining us in this episode of Talking Money and Faith, please join us every Thursday evening at 7 p.m. Bring your favorite drink in an open mind, and we will make sure we bring good conversation and laughter. Be blessed, stay fresh, and stay tuned until next time. <laughs>